Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Five oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA, an absolutely beautiful Monday afternoon. At the moment, we are still under this severe storm watch, severe storm warning. We're going to be getting some pretty serious thunderstorms rolling through. They're going to be people losing power. I'm sure of it. So uh, just a heads up, all right. Make sure you are prepared for that. Now, I think I mentioned to you a couple of weeks back. I was invited down to Governor Yunkin's office to have a sit-down meeting with the Secretary of Public Safety and Homeland Security, Bob Mosier. And I I was thrilled to do it, believe me when I tell you that. And uh, we were uh, celebrating, we are celebrating the sixth anniversary of my Blue Friday program, right? The Lieutenant Jan McTurnan Blue Friday Honors. So there's a copy of the governor's schedule that goes out every day. That same day, even though I missed him, Former Governor Doug Wilder was scheduled to meet with Governor Yunkin. And I thought, as I looked at that, what a tribute to both of these individuals that it's all about our beloved Commonwealth. Well, how surprised am I to hear that inside of VCU, where the Wilder School for Public Policy exists, there's apparently a staff member who was just over the top angry with and harassing former Governor Wilder. So I wanted to bring Governor Wilder in uh, to chat about this. Uh, Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Jeff. I hope all is well with you. It it certainly is. Let's just jump right into this. What the heck is going on down there? That's a very good way to put it. And quite frankly, I have no clue as to what did go on has not been taken care of to date. You are somebody who loves public service. You've proven that to everybody in our beloved Commonwealth. And you were asked by Governor Yunkin to serve on his transition team, correct? Yep. And you did so. I was asked to serve with three other governors. Yep. I just happened to have been the only Democrat, which I thought it was good on behalf of the governor to make certain that he had bipartisan input and that he wasn't singling out a single group or a particular group of people to get in advice from. So I felt pleased and was quite honored so to do. However, that didn't didn't sit well with this person (laughs) whose job it is 
to work with the state agencies, department heads, etc., on behalf of the School of Government and Public Affairs at VCU. It's his job. Yeah. As you know, Jeff, he called those people Nazis. And I was dumbfounded. And moreover, he said, he threatened me. And he said to me that, or he didn't say it, he wrote it to me that, said I would find myself in a bad place. So, uh, Governor Wilder, let's let let's just sort of uh, unpack all of this. First of all, uh, any comparisons to Nazis, unless you're talking about absolute Nazis, means you're talking out an orifice other than your mouth. So that right off the uh, uh, the beginning of this, I think, is absurd. But I'm looking at one of these messages where he's this, this person's talking about how Terry McAuliffe may not have been good, but then he's like, uh, "WTF? What is it that's going on? Is this really what you wanted, Doug?" And he he says, "I can't believe you fell for it. You blanked up badly. Who the heck is this guy?" Well, he, he is in that case, which has been proven to be so so much so that when. The dean of our school reported what he said to the court in the city of city of Richmond. Mm. I think the, I was told that the judge took about thirty minutes and then granted her a restraining order against him to keep that he is to stay away from her, VCU personnel at the school, and all others because. Uh, the judge, judge was convinced, obviously, that he was threatening and dangerous. Wow. And yet, if I understand this correctly, uh, when you go to the Wilder School website, this guy's name still appears there. It is. And I think to the extent that it's still there, because I don't mind putting it just like it should be stated. If the president didn't want this to be the case today, his name would not be there, and he would not be there. As you might might know for your audience, the dean, after having reviewed whatever it was that took place, Mm -hmm. emails, texts, messages, and other matters that she was familiar with, in terms of his work record, Mm -hmm. she just missed him. So the letter of termination that has been held up by President Rao, and to the extent that he has held it up, he's provided no reason other than I'm hearing, uh, not directly, but hearing that they were trying to settle a a case with, uh, against the school with his lawyers before they were dismissing. So they're trying to settle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, quietly mm-hmm. and peacefully rather than to find. so the real question is if this doesn't if this is not grounds for dismissal what is that's a great question now have you uh, as the namesake of the Wilder School reached out to President's, President Rao and said hey Mike what the heck's going on here I appeared last week before the Board of Visitors and he was sitting on the front row 
besides the rector, and I said to him that this is clear, and I went even further. I said to him that this is not the first instance in which race has been used at this school. This is not the first instance in which racism has been involved. And I want you to know, and you do know this, I don't wear my race on my sleeve. I don't go around calling people racist. I have worked to be a part of bringing us together and reaching across the aisles politically and everything else. I even cited to the president the instances in which he used race to try to get the new Coliseum built, Mm -hmm. promising black contractors and employers, employees rather, that they would be receiving $300 million set-aside money, which he ultimately said, well, no, he didn't write it. Uh, Someone wrote it for him. If a student had done that, plagiarized anything like that, they'd be put out of school. But he also didn't... He he was reminded that it was illegal for him to do that. The Supreme Court has already decided Mm -hmm. you cannot set aside money for any particular group that he did. And so he's got ink on his hands. And to further it by allowing this to continue, in my judgment, is very, very inappropriate. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I was just amazed as I read some of these uh, emails or texts uh, directed towards you. And, and I get it that there may be somebody who says, well, I disagree with what Governor Wilder did over here or does over there. But knowing you, uh, you would invite that person in for a cup of coffee to hash it out. And instead, this uh, seems to be just a personal nasty and and as you point out perhaps the judge even saying dangerous attack on you and uh, the dean of the school precisely and so the real question is if it is something that amounted to my having to go to the board of visitors to the school I had to tell the board you are not there to represent the president of the school you are there to represent the people of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And you are not there to represent a personal interest. The governor of Virginia makes these appointments, and Governor Youngkin will be making additional appointments to all of our schools and universities. Mm -hmm. And you and I know we, the taxpayers, we pay their salaries. we, We pay for them to do the jobs that we want them to do. And what is that? to educate mm-hmm. and to inform That's and right. to structure our government. So, no, it's – and this is still going on. As of yet, nothing has been done. Well, Governor Wilder, number one, as always, I appreciate you being here, and we will uh, reach out to you to, to get you back to discuss the developments in, on this matter and everything else because, as you know, I own the hashtag, we love the gov, and you're the gov that we love. So, uh, Well, you, you're mighty kind, Jeff, and I look forward to it. and. I can tell you that the people of Virginia don't deserve to have a a reputation besmirched by this toleration by any head of government, any head of a university, any head of employment. God bless you, and I look forward to being back. Thank you, sir. That is former Virginia Governor 
Doug Wilder. 514, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.